Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio Nation, thank you so much for joining us, and welcome to another edition of Page One with LeVar and Mary. I am LeVar, and Mary will be joining me, I think, if she's probably not began, uh, probably not liking what she's seeing uh, with the Orange Bowl results. Uh, she should be joining me here after the game or somewhere close to the end of it. Right now, if you are watching, uh, it is 27-3 Georgia uh, coming up at the end of the fourth, and it is uh, not pretty. That's not the Michigan team that we've seen the last few weeks. Um, for those of you uh, who around the world, because I know most of you listen to us from other locales, uh, for those of you who are now just starting your New Year's, Happy New Year. Uh, those of us here in the States, uh, have yet to celebrate it. As of this hour, uh, most of Brazil, Argentina, and nine more places, uh, Brazil, uh, Argentina, Chile, with exceptions, Uruguay, most of Greenland, regions of Antarctica, Paraguay, French Guiana, uh, Suriname, and St. Pierre, Miquelon, and the Falkland Islands, all beginning New Year's. So Happy New Year's to all of you. Coming up still within the next 30 minutes uh, will be Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada, uh, parts of Canada. And by the time we go off the air with you tonight, some regions of Canada and uh, the beginning of some of the U.S., I know the Virgin Islands uh, and uh, Barbados, uh, a lot of other areas will be beginning. And if we stay with you a little bit to the end, we may even reach the East Coast in terms of New Year. But that all depends on tonight, uh, depends on what we've got. Generally, when we get to this year end, uh, we take a little bit of time to reflect back, especially with our year end and review show. And that usually brings uh, later this hour, as you will tell, uh, our year end awards. Uh, Mary and I, we do not talk with each other uh, about what we do. Uh, pretty much we go by our own. I got to tell you, this was really, really tough this year. Um, I did not choose really a person of the year until probably an hour and a half ago. Um, The rules to this are simple and what you will find out later tonight. It could be a person. It could be an entity. It could be more than one. You could have a tie. That's our opinion. That's why we love having this show. Um, It can differ. You just don't have to have one. I will be interested to see what most of you probably thought or what you have as uh, we look back at our entertainer of the year, our sports person of the year, our news story of the year, 
Uh, we'll also have our personal of the year and then our prediction for 2022, uh, as we usually do every year. That will be later this hour. Um, no retro moment tonight, uh, but I can tell you uh, ahead, uh, I know when Mary gets here, I know the big story today, which was a sad one, uh, was that Betty White uh, passed away at the age of 99. Didn't quite make it to 100 and uh, a lot of people had plans in place uh, for her birthday here in the next couple of weeks. I can even tell you uh, I was planning something uh, in regards to page one that weekend of her 100th birthday. Uh, a lot of plans, especially shows, especially live shows like this one, uh, when we found out this afternoon the sad news kind of had to change up at the last second because um, a lot of people looked at her, I would almost say as, they didn't say it, but I would say kind of as America's grandmother, that grandmother that you was young at heart. Uh, for someone that was 99, uh, she did not, uh, in all respect, uh, really act 99. She was funny. Uh, she was witty. She was willing to be hip. Um, not to say that there are other grandparents out there that aren't, but she was one of those people where you could find no one that had a bad word to say about Betty White. And um, first time I ever saw Betty White uh, was, of course, on game shows um, and reruns of the Mary Tyler Moore show. And then, of course, the 80s growing up in that era, you saw her on Golden Girls, and she stole the show uh, as Rose. So um, it it's very sad that uh, even <laughs> – it seems like this was already a year in which we have gone through so much in 2021 before it went out the door. Just wanted to, as I stated earlier, just kick us where the sun don't shine one more time before it left. And tonight, that wherever you are at – uh, if you have a chance, I heard that her favorite drink was vodka on the rocks. You go ahead and you enjoy that, responsibly, of course. Um, but ahead on this show tonight, I wanted to kind of give you a preview of what's to come uh, going into next year. Uh, like I said, we'll talk more about Betty White later in the show when Mary gets here uh, for part of host chat. And then uh, we will go through our year in review We'll take a look ahead coming up here momentarily, as well as do some of the other things that we normally do on this show, which is a live look at what's trending. Of course, New Year's Eve and celebrations going on. And then also we will uh, take a uh, kind of a look at different things to know, some weird things about New Year's. Tonight we kind of sweep all the regular things that we do under the rug because this is the end of the year. And with the last two weeks, we tried not to really go too heavy into any news stories. We tried to not really go heavy into uh, things around the holiday season that were just depressing. It was just more or less funny things. If you heard the show last week, which I hope you did, uh, we're here every Friday night um, from time to time, <laughs> pretty much every Friday night, except if we were on vacation or likewise, but at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Uh, and we kind of went through – uh, how Christmas was celebrated around the globe. Uh, the last thing that we mentioned uh, was a little bit of a special way of celebrating Christmas, and uh, it was uh, pretty funny. So we try to keep it light around the holidays because that's we're here more or less as um, a, kind of your source for news, but also in a way in which uh, when we can, we try to get away from the major news stories of the day and things that are 
depressing because who wants to hear about it again on a Friday night? Uh, I will also have a commentary about the close of this year uh, and things that have occurred. And, yeah, pretty much that will be the evening here ahead. So if those are some of the things that you like, uh, I'm glad that you are here. Tell a friend. We are so thankful that you guys have joined us throughout the year. For those of you who are listening, those of you who have been interactive with us on the show page at News Comment BTR, uh, I do apologize because I know at the beginning of the year we tried to do some more things, which we hope to kind of expand, in, uh, especially with the web page uh, and being more uh, update with that. And then, of course, with being online a little bit more, Mary's a little bit more better when it comes to being on our Discord page, uh, one of the things that I'm still adapting to. And, of course, we do have the uh, other page at Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. Uh, so uh, we will be getting back to that as well. Uh, it's just a few technical things that we're working through. We even have a YouTube page where we're hoping to begin to, uh, when we can, post uh, these shows maybe on YouTube, and maybe you can listen to it uh, from that advantage point as well. Uh, I always kind of, when we talk about this show, I don't know if you're a first-time listener, if you're a long-time listener, but you can hear this show not only here, but you can also hear it over uh, through Apple Podcasts, or you can hear it through iHeart Podcast as well. Hopefully next year we'll even expand more. Uh, that's always the hope. Uh, but I want to take a quick look uh, while we are here, uh, because I know normally at this time you would either hear us doing the host chat or you would hear me going into uh, the Almanac. And on the Almanac for today, which is the last day of the year, December 31st, uh, today – it is National Champagne Day. Uh, it is No Interruptions Day. Uh, it is Make Up Your Mind Day. Of course, New Year's Eve. It is the Universal Hour of Peace. And it is also Leap Second Time Adjustment Day. Now, as an editor's note, this is listed as an observance title only. Some years, scientists do not make the adjustments, but if they do, then it's done on either June 30th or December 31st. Uh, 1972, which will be 50th anniversary of everything, 1972, uh, beginning tomorrow, uh, was actually the longest year ever. Two leap seconds were to that year. And from the calendar, um, some interesting things of note. Uh, we are coming up on the 50th anniversary next year of a lot of things. A lot of people who we know or probably have grown up with really in the last few years will be turning 50 next year, which is amazing. Uh, it will also be the 100th anniversary of, of course, the year 19, or 1922. Uh, some other things of note that are going to be happening around that time, uh, well, with 1922, which was 100 years ago, if you're wondering, for history's sake, uh, it began on a Saturday, uh, just as 2022 will be. Uh, and in that year, uh, the first successful insulin treatment of diabetes was made. Uh, that was on January 11, 1922. Uh, the flu epidemic that year claimed 804 victims in Britain. Uh, the Knickerbocker storm happened in January of that year. It was snowfall from the biggest ever recorded snowstorm in Washington, D.C., which caused the roof of the Knickerbocker Theater to collapse, killing 98 people. Uh, Coming up on the 100th anniversary of that, 
Also, the novel Ulysses by James Joyce was published in Paris uh, of that year. Um, President Warren G. Harding introduced the first radio in the White House. Uh, Also, um, you know, a lot of things probably from 1922 you would expect. I mean, we're not going to have like it's going to be more weather or war or other things. But also uh, in that year, in 1922, 100 years ago, uh, the I can tell you <laughs> that the silent horror film Nosferatu premiered in Germany. Uh, so that's coming up on the 100th anniversary of that next year. Uh, the Teapot Dome st- scandal uh, occurred in uh, 100 years ago. Uh, also, in 1922, uh, Robert J. Flaherty's Nanook of the North, the first commercially successful feature-length document, uh, documentary film, premiered here in the U.S. Uh, President Harding makes his first speech on the radio of that year. Uh, the Hollywood Bowl opened in July 11th of 1922, so it will be the 100th anniversary of the Hollywood Bowl next year. The year also saw uh, the... Also, uh, like I said, the uh, lot of revolutions, a lot of overseas wars, uh, and then also that year the Rose Bowl Stadium officially opened in Pasadena, California. Uh, we're coming up on the 100th anniversary of that mid to late next year, uh, and a lot of things to be aware of going into that point. Uh, the 100th birthdays next year, if they were with us, um, Betty White unfortunately now joins that list today. Uh, American politician Fritz Hollings uh, would have turned 100. Uh, Also, uh, like I said, Betty White would have turned 100. Uh, Actor Guy Madison uh, would have turned 100. Uh, He was born in 1922. Kelly Savalas would have been 100 if he uh, had been with us, Uh, but I'm pretty sure uh, there will be things about him coming up next year. So if you hear a lot about these people, it's because we're coming up on uh, what would have been their 100th birthdays. Uh, Dick Martin of uh, Rowan and Martin uh, would have been 100. He was born 100 years ago uh, next year, as well as actress Audrey Meadows. Uh, and Helen Gurley Brown, American editor and publisher, uh, would have turned 100 as well. So if you start to hear of a lot of these things or anniversaries, uh, actually also I can add to it, uh, Jack Kerouac, uh, American author. If you don't know who Jack Kerouac is, please uh, <laughs> do your research. Uh, Fred Shuttlesworth, American civil rights leader. Carl Reiner would have been 100 next year as American film director and producer Russ Meyer, uh, who would have turned 100. Actor and comedian Marty Allen, uh, born in 1922. And then uh, also born that year, Doris Day, uh, who passed away just a couple of years ago. Uh, she would have been turning 100 uh, next year. Uh, actress Barbara Hale, also born in 1922. You know, it seems as we get towards uh, the later years here, a lot of more familiar people, because back then it was a lot of uh, crickets or um, people who were uh, athletes or of the arts were more or less the people that we know that were born early uh, 20th century. Uh, B. Arthur would have turned 100 next year as well, um, which is insane um, that all of this is now kind of happening. 
especially around this time. Uh, she and Betty White were around the same age, just months apart. Um, and then uh, also next year, you will hear uh, a lot about uh, the 100th birthday of a few other people of note, among them uh, George McGovern, uh, who would have turned 100 next year as well. So quite a bit of uh, Norman Lear turns 100. He's uh, knock on wood, <laughs> um, still with us. Uh, he will be 100 next year. And um, so, yeah, uh, just a couple of odd little things of note if you are around and listening, but that is what happened in the year 1922. Uh, one of the things that I also was amazed at was that next year, um, 19 or with 1922 or with next year, a lot of things go into the public domain. I'm going to talk a little bit about that because last year, uh, some things started to sneak into the public domain, and it's now available for uh, you, uh, per se, not quite yet. Uh, but to take a look ahead, 2022 brings quite a few things next year, uh, one of which what I was kind of getting into, starting tomorrow. Uh, the Music Modernization Act, uh, and assuming no further extensions to the term of copyrights become law in the interim, all sound recordings fixed before 1923 will enter the public domain in the United States. Along that, books, films, and other works published in 1926 will enter the public domain as well. Uh, I'm going to explain a little bit to you why that is of some concern for big companies because there are a few things that all of us pretty much uh, use or listen to that's going to become public domain uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, also ahead next year uh, is the Italian presidential election on January 4th. Uh, the Winter Olympics uh, will be held in Beijing, making it the first city ever to host both the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. Uh, that will happen between Feb February 4th through February 20th. Uh, if she is still with us and reigning on February 6th, Queen Elizabeth will celebrate her platinum jubilee on this date, marking 70 years on the throne, a mark that no other British monarch before her has held. Uh, Egypt will celebrate 100 years of independence from the United Kingdom on February 28th. Uh, there are elections next year in uh, Portugal, South Korea, Hong Kong, Serbia, and, and France, where they will hold their presidential elections uh, in April, uh, also in the Philippines and in Colombia. Uh, the UEFA Women's Euro 22 happens in England in July. Uh, the World Games happens in July. Also, the Commonwealth Games, late July, early August, uh, will be ahead uh, the 2022 U.S. elections will select the 118th Congress, the first after the redistricting reflecting the 2020 U.S. Census. That happens on November 8th of this year. Uh, the FIFA World Cup in Qatar uh, will be held this year, November 21st through December 18th. Uh, the reason why for that, and I guess to explain to you, is that if you are familiar with the region, uh, and a couple of other things that are happening. This was done next year to avoid both the summer heat between May and September 
and with it clashing with the 2022 Winter Olympics. So that uh, is scheduled to happen next year. So, yeah, uh, there's quite a few things still ahead. And, uh, of course, we are going to be covering hopefully all of those for you here on the show. And like I said, we got a lot of good things coming up. Uh, hopefully a lot of new 411 lounges here on Blog Talk Radio. But I want to uh, also uh, get in touch with you while we're talking about the Almanac. Uh, coming up tomorrow, of course, is New Year's Day. It is National Bloody Mary Day, uh, National Hangover Day, National Play Outside Day, which is the first Saturday of every month as always, National Buffet Day, National Cream Puff Day on Sunday, uh, those days, National Personal Trainer Awareness Day, and National Science Fiction Day. Uh, Monday brings us National Chocolate Covered Cherry Day, National Drinking Straw Day, National Fruitcake Toss Day, uh, National Thank God It's Monday Day, which is the first Monday in January. Uh, July, January 4th brings us National Spaghetti Day, National Trivia Day, and then on next uh, Wednesday it is National Bird Day, National Keto Day, National Screenwriters Day, National Whipped Cream Day, and then on Thursday, it is National Bean Day, National Cuddle-Up Day, uh, National Shortbread Day, and National Technology Day. So all of those things coming up within the next week. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I have a list, and I want to kind of go into it because we've already talked about it last week. Uh, we all know that in New York, in Times Square, uh, the giant ball drop that occurs every year. But do you know uh, how other places celebrate New Year's Day? Uh, that is, <laughs> there's an article that actually has a list of objects that are dropped on New Year's Eve, uh, which I, do you. <laughs> but uh, in the Atlantic time zone, uh, and it goes down by time zone, I'm not going to go through all of them, but in St. George's Bermuda, a paper mache Bermuda onion covered in Christmas lights is dropped. Uh, and as you head into the central or the eastern time zone, uh, if you are in Brooksville, Florida, uh, a 200-pound tangerine was dropped 40 feet during the countdown to midnight until 2009. The tangerine drop was an emblem of the citrus industry that once thrived there in Brooksville. Uh, in Miami, it is home of the big orange drop. A 35-foot piece of a flat neon signage dubbed Mr. Neon and designed in the shape of an orange with sunglasses rises 400 feet until it reaches the top of the Hotel Intercontinental Miami and is dropped from the top. Uh, in Sarasota, a glowing pineapple is dropped at midnight to ring in the new year in southwest Florida. Uh, a Lego brick is dropped in Winter Haven, Florida at the Legoland. In Atlanta, of course, a peach is lowered as part of the annual peach drop, which has been held at the Underground Atlanta uh, from 1989 to 2017. Uh, if you happen to travel and you are in uh, Tallapoosa, Georgia, a stuffed opossum named Spencer is lowered. <laughs> uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, a ball is dropped as part of the event titled the Fort Wayne New Year's Eve Ball Drop, which first started in 2016. 
uh, IndyCar is <laughs> supposed to be dropped in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm not sure if both of these things still happen, but this was last on the list of what we knew. Uh, and then in Bangor, Maine, a beach ball covered in Christmas lights has been thrown off the top of a local restaurant since 2005. If you go to Eastport, a sardine is lowered in a nod to the area's history of the herring, fishing, and canning industry. And then if you go to Maryland, especially in Baltimore, a disco ball is dropped. Uh, in Princess Anne, Maryland, a stuffed muskrat and a top hat and bow tie named Marshall P. Muskrat is dropped. Uh, if you go into, of course, um, North Carolina, uh, which is interesting in itself, uh, east over North Carolina, a three-foot-tall, 30-pound wooden flea <laughs> is dropped. In Chagrin Falls, Ohio, they drop a ball of popcorn. Uh, <laughs> why, I don't know. Uh, I am interested in going to almost all of these places if you can. But uh, in Folly Beach, South Carolina, a giant pair of flip-flops are dropped at the end of Center Street. It pulls in a very large crowd. Uh, in Memphis, a large guitar is dropped on Bill Street in front of the Hard Rock Cafe. One of the other things here in Chicago, uh, we have started fireworks, but next door to us, right in Hammond and Whiting, Indiana, which is right outside of Chicago, a 10-foot illuminated pierogi uh, is lowered 90 feet during a countdown to midnight. Uh, the pierogi drop is sponsored by the Knights of Columbus Council. Uh, and it has been occurring since 2016, and Whiting is known for its annual pierogi fest, which usually occurs the last weekend in July. Uh, so if you happen to be in Chicago, you could drive a little bit outside, and you can go to Whiting, Indiana, uh, and you can see the dropping of the pierogi. Um, in Kansas City, Michael the Doughboy Maslack, the longest tenured improviser at the Comedy Club Improv Theater, is draped in lights and dropped by members of the troupe. <laughs> I'm not sure if that still happens, but Michael, um, I hope that you're all right. <laughs> and as we head into the mountain time zones, if you wonder what they do out in Arizona, and Flagstaff, a pine cone, is dropped from the balcony of the Weatherford Hotel. Um, in Idaho, well, you guessed it, a giant potato was dropped from the, since 2014 from the U.S. Bank Building in downtown Boise. Uh, for 2016, the drop moved to the Idaho State Capitol Building, and it organized successfully crowdfunded a new glow tato with internal lighting. Uh, KTVB televises the festivities most years. Uh, in Las Cruces, New Mexico, a 19-foot illuminated chrome chili pepper is dropped. And, of course, in California, an orange is dropped at Disneyland, a bunch of grapes is dropped in Temecula, California, and, of course, out in Nevada, and I'm pretty sure Mary can tell you when she comes here, uh, the Strat in Las Vegas announced that it would lower uh, the winner of a contest dressed in a disco ball-inspired outfit at midnight to welcome, well, no, this year via its SkyJump Las Vegas ride. Uh, so I don't know what they're going to do this year. But I do know that it was estimated that over 300,000 people uh, will be there in Vegas tonight. So if you are in Vegas tonight and you are listening to us, uh, let us know how many people were pretty much out there. 
If so, that would be more than Times Square in New York, where it is estimated around 15,000 people uh, will be there tonight. Uh, A quick update here in regards to what is going on. Uh, Georgia is leading Michigan right now 34-3. to It is a little bit less than nine minutes in the fourth quarter. Uh, Like I said, uh, I told Mary that I knew that tonight with her being a loyal uh, University of Michigan fan that I did not expect her here until the, until that game ended. Uh, I am pretty sure that, uh, you know, she is following it through and through and hoping for a comeback, but Michigan pretty much has been stymied. It has not even been the same Michigan team that you've seen the last few years. I'm not, not sorry, not the last few years, but the last few weeks. Uh, I don't know if there is, between you and I, if having a couple of weeks off, and especially if you're a hot team, now we're going into sports, but especially if you're a hot team, pretty much kind of takes that momentum away. And the one team that had momentum, especially in the last few weeks and just looked untouchable, uh, has been Michigan. And they have come out tonight looking very flat. Uh, and not looking like themselves. The offensive line is not looking like the offensive line of a month ago, uh, and their receivers as well as their running backs not even looking the same. And unfortunately, uh, it looks like Michigan is going to be going down to defeat tonight, and it looks like that our national title game is going to be a rematch of the uh, SEC title game from a few weeks ago uh, of Alabama and Georgia, Alabama beating Cincinnati earlier this evening in the Cotton Bowl. So I don't know about you. I mean, I know there are a lot of fans in the South that will probably be happy, but I don't know if I have any interest in watching history repeat itself again. Uh, I that downplayed the game already, uh, but an Alabama-Georgia rematch – there's a reason they avoided it in this situation in the playoff. Um, I don't know if it will be really worth watching because I think we already kind of know what could potentially happen. So uh, 1972, uh, which I was kind of mentioning a little bit ago on the show here, is going to be discussed a lot here in the next coming weeks as well as the next coming year. Uh, If you look back at the 70s, perhaps one of the most pivotal years for a lot of things, I wasn't around, but looking at some things, 1972 probably was very pivotal in regards to entertainment, music, uh, as well as news, because uh, next year, uh, it is the anniversary of quite a few things. It marks the anniversary or the 50th anniversary of Bloody Sunday. Uh, the last draft lottery took place in 1972. Uh, the Godfather uh, premiered in movie theaters. Uh, the first Popeye's Chicken uh, opened up in 1972, so 50 years of Popeye's next year. Uh, also, the Watergate scandal uh, occurred, or its beginnings occurred, in 1972. We're coming up on the 50th anniversary of that. Uh, also, uh, the television series Maud, with the author, uh, debuted. MASH debuted, so it'll be the 50th anniversary of MASH next year, along with Maud. Also, the 50th anniversary 
of something kind of peculiar in TV history. Uh, CBS for years, since the late 50s, early 60s, had aired nothing but reruns in the morning. Uh, that last or the last of or the, pretty much the beginning of September marked a change. CBS went from running reruns to debuting three new game shows. They really hadn't dabbled in game shows in a little bit. And among those three that debuted 50 years ago this September was The Joker's Wild, Gambit, and a little-known show uh, with the toast who had already for years had hosted Truth and Consequences, Truth and Consequences, Bob Barker, The New Price is Right. 50 years next year of The Price is Right. Uh, the Joy of Sex was first published in 1972. Atari released Pong. It was the 50th anniversary of that. Uh, also the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 17 mission, the last uh, mission to the moon for us, uh, the Immaculate Reception. Uh, all, next year also marks uh, the year that 1972 where we lost uh, former President Harry Truman and Roberto Clemente. Uh, and also the 72 Olympics in Munich. Uh, the massacre that occurred there turns 50 next year. Um, there are a lot of celebrities who turn 50 next year. Uh, among them, uh, I will get to in a few minutes, but I wanted to kind of surprise Mary with that because she will feel old, I will feel old. We'll talk about that momentarily. And as I said, uh, coming up here, oh, next week, I want to let you know, uh, we will be here next week with you on Saturday, January 7th, next Friday. Uh, of course, with an all-new page one uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. And on the show, uh, we will have the return of yay or nay. Uh, we will also have one of the stories we'll talk about next week uh, is how the IRS now wants you to, um, let's just say they want you to maybe be a little bit more truthful about something. What it is, we'll tell you next week. Uh, of course, we'll also have next week what's trending. Uh, one of the other things that I was kind of waiting to talk about when Mary gets here is something that I want to be interactive with all of you next year. I know with the show, uh, we have tended to kind of stray away from interactiveness uh, only because a couple of people have ruined it. Uh, we hope that in the new year uh, that you will feel free to call us, uh, that you are forward with us, and uh, that you are uh, respectful of the process. Because I know you get a lot of crank callers. You get a lot of people who want to come on and just, I would say, ruin it for the others. But um, we will open up the phone lines to you a lot more in 2022. We're thankful for you for being here and listening to us, um, but uh, we will be careful with that and what we do, but we still would like to hear from you. And there's something that we're going to do starting next week, uh, really after tonight, that we kind of want you to be interactive with us on our main page at News Comet BTR on Twitter. Last year, if you uh, were familiar with what we did for March Madness, I think you will 
love what we're probably going to do this our next year in 2022 uh, for March Madness. But the thing is that we need to start planning it now, and we kind of need your help and your suggestions. Uh, what that is and what we're going to do, I will tell you on the other side. Um, on the other side, we'll go a little bit more into uh, things to look forward to next year. Uh, we will also take a live look at what is trending. And then we will, at that point, at some point of the second half hour, have Mary join me. Uh, we'll do a little bit of host chat, and then uh, we will go into our year in review. And then we will wrap everything up for the year along with a commentary. But first, you are listening to Page Wall Mary. This is is Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Back to page one with LeVar and Mary. LeVar with you here. Mary is on the way as soon as we have a final from the, I think it's, the, you know, and that's bad. I think it is the Orange Bowl, and I'm sure it is, uh, where Georgia is taking on a University of Michigan. Not looking good for Michigan here with 7.06 remaining in the fourth. Uh, they are down 34 to 3. But Mary, who is a huge Michigan fan, uh, is catching that game, and she will join us afterwards to uh, join us here on the last show of the year. Uh, we have tried every bit to be with you here weekly unless one of us had a vacation or was in travel, um, and we've done a lot of shows here. We even did a Saturday show this year. Uh, I'm trying to remember for the rationale why, but um, we thank you. I can't thank you enough, and I know it, it sounds like a broken record, but there are a ton of podcasts out here now. I remember starting this almost now, what, 11, 12 years ago, you and I on this road together. Uh, and for a while, it was consistent, and then we stopped, and then we came back, and then we stopped again and came back, and we've been back since. And in a world in which now everyone has a podcast, because think about it. 10, 11 years ago, people were bloggers, but they were more bloggers in a writing sense. They weren't bloggers in a talking sense. And this was still new, and this platform was still in its infancy. And we came here, and we started doing shows. And I will tell you as a blogger who has been in this now over a decade, uh, you appreciate the things that – it takes for people to do shows, uh, especially when you have guests, whether it's booking them or doing your own. Because one of the things is that, as I tell everyone, and if you are a blogger who's just starting, everyone has a blog. What you put on it and your own spin is going to be what makes it. And for those who think that we are what makes their week, we are appreciative of you. We hope that you tell a friend. We hope that you enjoy the show. 
We hope that you even offer us your feedback on what you'd like to see. Uh, one of the things that we try not to do is to be too heavy laden with actual news. Uh, you will hear a lot of commentary on here. Why? Because we call it news and comment. I've called it that since the beginning to not actual dead up news like other places will tell you, <laughs> but it is news and comment. Uh, we provide news and sometimes I will provide commentary. Uh, hopefully I will do a lot more of that on a weekly basis in 2022. Uh, but I try to stray away uh, unless major news stories break or it is uh, deemed necessary. Um, but we will have a commentary tonight uh, in regards to the year in review. That's coming up later in this broadcast. And throughout the night, we have been discussing with you things that are coming up, things that you need to know in regards to the new year. Um, a lot of laws possibly in your state. I do know here in Illinois, I think there's over 300-some new laws. I don't know how anybody could pretty much remember those new laws or is expected to remember those new laws. But a lot of that will be taking place, I'm sure, in your state as well. So I will tell you to pretty much stay on top of that. Um, but getting back really quick uh, to 1972 in review, because it's 50 years. And I guess I can go forward with it now, is that uh, some people who are celebrating a birthday next year, uh, among them, Shaquille O'Neal turns 50 next year. Uh, actress uh, Jenny Garth, Jennifer Garner, Carmen Electra, Amanda Peet. Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, uh, comedian Dane Cook, uh, Leslie Mann, uh, The Rock, Busta Rhymes, uh, Notorious B.I.G., if he were with us, would have turned 50. Wayne Brady turns 50, Maya Rudolph, Elizabeth Berkley, uh, Will Wheaton, Jerry Hollowell from the Spice Girls, uh, Angie Harmon, uh, Ben Affleck, Cameron Diaz, Idris Elba. Uh, Liam Gallagher, Gwyneth Paltrow, Eminem, Gabriella Union, Jenny McCarthy, that hurts me so, but she still looks good, uh, uh, Rebecca Romaine, Josh Jumel, Eric Dane, Alyssa Milano, and Jude Law all turn 50 next year. Uh, so 1972, like I said, uh, also a very productive year in regards to uh, talent that came from that year who were born. Uh, and if you were born in 1972 and you're celebrating your 50th next year, happy birthday to you as well. Uh, as we said, 1972 also marks the 50th anniversary of the uh, tragedy at the Summer Olympics in Munich. So as I said, you will probably be hearing a lot more in regards to that. Um, and then also, uh, 1972 uh, in television, it was perhaps an interesting year uh, for TV in that year. If you were watching it at that point, um, the Tonight Show from Johnny Carson permanently relocated its production from New York City to the NBC studios in Burbank, where it remained there until relocating back to New York in February of 2014. Um, also on August 26th of that year, effective with that issue, uh, TV Guide discontinued the practice of using a C to indicate color programs and instead starts using a BW for monochrome, saving, of course, a lot of printer's ink in the process. At that time, about half of the TV households in the U.S. at that time had color sets. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. made his well-known guest appearance on All in the Family 
that year. Uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono co-hosted an entire week of the Mike Douglas show. The first convention of Star Trek fans uh, 50 years ago this January was held at uh, New York City's Statler Hilton Hotel. As I kind of stated earlier, uh, the CBS daytime lineup uh, underwent its eventful change on September 1st. They went from showing the Lucy show to Beverly Hillbillies and My Three Sons for the final time that following Monday. That was when its game shows uh, debuted. Uh, the 5,000 episode of Captain Kangaroo aired that October. Uh, home box office, HBO, was launched uh, on November 8th, so the 50th anniversary, really, of that. And the first installment of Dick Clark's New Year's Rocking Eve aired on NBC, beginning a yearly tradition of the Dick Clark-hosted New Year's specials. Uh, top programs, of course, in that year, along with All in the Family, 60 Minutes, uh, Captain Kangaroo, uh, some shows uh, that debuted that year, Sanford and Son, uh, which will see its 50th anniversary coming up next year. Uh, Emergency uh, debuted on NBC. Uh, the show Are You Being Served, for those of our friends in the UK, uh, came on the air for the first time in September of that year. Uh, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. New Scooby-Doo movies. Uh, also, the <laughs> the Julie Andrews Hour uh, <laughs> came on ABC, although only for one season, and it won seven Emmy Awards, including Best Musical Variety Series. Uh, the Waltons, uh, the Bob Newhart Show, The Streets of San Francisco. Uh, also, uh, that year, Kung Fu on ABC. Uh, shows that ended that year were The Courtship of Eddie's Father, uh, Bewitched, uh, My Three Sons, The Roadrunner Show, uh, and a show called Me and the Chimp. It didn't last long. <laughs> I don't think that anyone would have any uh, interest in Me and the Chimp today. But I see my friend Mary is now here, and I am going to say hello and wish you an early Happy New Year. How are you, my friend? Hello, early Happy New Year. I am as well as to be expected on a night like tonight. I've come with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was describing to our audience exactly that I think what probably hurt your beloved Michigan was the fact that they have been off a few weeks because they certainly kind of looked it tonight and they looked out of sorts. And they have I been do looking think out the time of off did not help. Yeah, it did I, not help. I don't believe the time off helped at all, no. They, didn't, they yeah. didn't use the rest the way they should have, and then on top of that, I think because of the time off, they didn't get to keep playing the game that they had set up to play um, mm-hmm. when they were playing against Ohio State. So right. you are correct. They could not get out the gate and actually play where Georgia looked like they had been playing every week, sometimes twice a week, continually since they they uh, qualified for the bowl. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm but, a little disappointed. And I know, and some I, weird I, miracle. <laughs> I don't think will happen. I, I'm going to be honest with you. 
if they haven't scored all that up to this point, I don't think they're going to do anything in the next four minutes and 31 oh, seconds. Oh, no, they're but, not uh, going to, which is why I'm here early. That's why I said, barring some weird freakish miracle where they said, oh, guess what? None of that none of that actually counts. We're starting over. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we are keeping an eye on the game for you, as I'm sure you are, too. Um, but... Uh, yeah, pretty much uh, to kind of get you up to speed and everyone else up to speed if you were just joining us. If you're just joining us, where have you been? Um, but we have been talking about uh, kind of a flashback because there are some anniversaries of things coming up, and I'm just telling the fine folks out here that next year is in Michigan now scored, as soon as I said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, that happens that way. Yeah, yeah, that, that happens that way. Now I should have called in earlier. Talking. I should have called in a yeah. half hour ago. I know. Yeah, now, now they're starting to score. So, um, it's now 34 to 9, and we we're waiting for the uh, extra point. But next year is the 50th anniversary, as I was telling our audience here of The Godfather um, in the TV shows Maud and MASH. Um, the Joy of Sex was released in 1972. Atari released Pong that year. Uh, also, well, uh, the Deliverance hit the movie theaters. And Godzilla versus Gon, or is that Gigan? Gigan? <laughs> I want to say that came out. Uh, I oh, don't I know. Two- we got the two-point conversion. It's now 34-11. Uh, and then, of course, Woo! as we just mentioned, the uh, 72 Olympics in Munich, the massacre that happened, uh, 50th anniversary of that. And uh, as I was telling them, the celebrities that turn 50 next year, among them, Amanda Peet turns 50 next year, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Dane Cook, Jennifer Garner, Carmen Electra, The Rock, uh, Wayne Brady, Maya Rudolph, Elizabeth Berkley, Will Wheaton, I know your favorite. Uh, Angie Hunter, yeah. Uh, ben Affleck, Cameron Diaz, Idris Elba turns 50 next year. Uh, Eminem. He's still a very good looking man. I don't even care what you say. <laughs> She's talking about Idris Elba. She's talking about Idris Elba. I never keep for a second. Eminem, Liam Gallagher, uh, Jenny McCarthy, Rebecca Romaine. Josh Dumel, Eric Dane, uh, Lisa Milano, and Jude Law all turn 50 next year. So, Dang, we're getting yeah. old, man. Yeah. Now, I was teasing this story because I knew that you would have an interest in this uh, because I know last year – oh, I think we were also talking about 1972 in music because that was also the year uh, of quite a few things. Uh, and – the United States uh, gave that year federal copyright protection to sound recordings. Uh, prior to that, phonograph records were only protected at a state level. Um, Elvis and Priscilla Presley separated in 1972. And then also uh, that year, uh, Elvis Presley did the first of his uh, four concerts at Madison Square Garden. Uh, a lot of debuts and things that happened that year with music, but the reason why next year becomes very interesting. Uh, we talked about this last year. There are some things that are entering the public domain, and among them is Winnie the Pooh. 
mm-hmm. uh, Abe Helms' beloved children's book, and Ernest Hemingway's classic novel, The Sun Also Rises, along with film yeah, starring Buster. Yeah, along with film starring Buster Keaton and Greta Garbo, they are among the works from 1926 whose copyrights will expire, uh, putting them in the public domain as the calendar flips to 2022. Uh, poetry collections, The Weary Blues by Langston Hughes and Enough Rope by Dorothy Parker will also turn 95 and enter the public domain under U.S. law. Um, the Temptress starring Greta Garbo, The Son of the Sheik with Rudolph Valentino, and For Heaven's Sake starring Harold Lloyd, uh, property. So I was more shocked about Winnie the Pooh, and I know that Disney is probably very nervous right now. <laughs> well, of course they are. Uh, about that. But yes, uh, that is what is going to be released. Uh, I was also telling the folks here that some of the places and what they did on New Year's, uh, just to kind of go through a list, I got a couple more here. Uh, In Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania, a giant M&M is dropped at midnight to correspond with midnight in their sister city, uh, Letterkenny in Ireland. Uh, this changed to a Dove bar in 2012 and 2013. Uh, both Dove and M&M's are manufactured in Elizabethtown. Uh, <laughs> uh, three-foot Pac-Man in Hanover, Pennsylvania is dropped at midnight. <laughs> they got some interesting things. Uh, Pennsylvania is a kooky place. Have you ever been there? No, actually. Well, I've been through there. But not like I never stayed in anything in Pennsylvania. I have never been to Pennsylvania, but the thing is, is that they that is probably the state that drops the most weird things at midnight. Uh, in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, <laughs> it's like more cities drops the, like in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, a 100 pound stick of Lebanon bologna or bologna is dropped. It then is distributed to a local food bank and animal shelter following the drop. Uh, a bag of Hartley's so potato wait, chips is you dropped. Get floor, you get floor bologna? It, it sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds like it. Um, in McVeightown, Pennsylvania, an ice cream cake is dropped. In, now, I'm going to give okay. you two guesses. I'm going to guess you, give you two guesses. Do you know what is dropped in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania? <laughs> Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania dropped a uh, 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 monkey wrench. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> a wrench is dropped in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Um, a giant shoe is dropped in Palmyra, Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> so basically what we're saying is if you want to see fun things drop, in Pen- uh, go to Pennsylvania. Go to Pennsylvania. Hey, man, go to Pennsylvania. Uh, that's where you go. Uh, and Cedar Falls, Iowa, it's a large cedar, is lowered by a chain. <laughs> so, you know what, though? Uh, oh, no, that's Cedar Point. Uh, and, they, have that, they have the roller coasters. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, also in, uh, let's see, in Wisconsin, 
In Plymouth, Wisconsin, they drop an 80-pound decorated cheese wedge. Cheese in Wisconsin. Earth yes. shattering. Yes. <laughs> groundbreaking. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's real groundbreaking. Uh, and then in Yuma, Arizona, if you want to go there in 2018, the city introduced the iceberg drop, lowering a giant illuminated lettuce. <laughs> oh, my Lord and Savior. <laughs> Seriously, right now? Yes. There's, there's, oh, there is a, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different places, but uh, they're all very interested. And if you, Go to uh, well, this, well, Michigan. I'm sorry, but oh, in Easton, Maryland. Uh, if you want to go there, so <laughs> the blue ones aren't good enough. No, um, but I mean, it pretty much is like in Florida. You're gonna have some places to do oranges, and it, it, Georgia, you got some places to do uh, peaches. peaches. But also, but here's the thing that I was telling them in Tallapoosa, Georgia, a stuffed opossum named Spencer is lowered. <laughs> hey, opossum so raising. Yes. <laughs> so if you go there, that's exactly what happened. Uh, but yeah, those are a list of objects that are dropped on New Year's Eve. Uh, also today, as I was uh, telling to get folks at home, uh, it is National Champagne Day, which I don't know. Oh all can celebrate because of the shortage of champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, but tomorrow, it is National Bloody Mary Day and National Hangover Day. So I don't know which one you do first. <laughs> uh, Hangover than Bloody Mary. Here is a dog that my, my favorite comes on Sunday with the National Buffet Day. So... <laughs> uh, and then on uh, Tuesday, it's National Spaghetti Day and National Trivia Day. Uh, National Whipped Cream Day is on Wednesday. Thursday, it's Puddle Up Day and National Technology Day. So, yes, um, a few other things to look forward to here within the next few weeks. So, just in case. <laughs> um but, yeah, no, I was telling the folks at the top of the show, because I said I would save it for host chat, uh, that unfortunately going or leaving into this new year uh, that we lost Betty White today, which I sure will be in our trending Twitter topics, which I'll get to here momentarily. Uh, as we are coming up on um, 10 o'clock Central, 11 o'clock in the East here in a couple of minutes, uh, the clock is ticking down. Uh, on the Orange Bowl, uh, it is Georgia 34, Michigan 11, with about 14 seconds to go. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, we're living up to our our potential. And yeah, uh, sorry, I was having a little bit of technical difficulties, but yes, I I am sad about the Betty White thing. But I have already said multiple times, Betty White didn't die; she just went to her home planet to recharge. Because <laughs> nothing that good uh, I, could have come from this earth. No, no. Uh, and she, you know, I think about it, and I think it is true. She was the last living cast member of two shows, the Mary Tyler Moore, main cast member of the Mary Tyler Moore show and of uh, the uh, Golden Girls. Uh, because this year we lost about two or three other people from the Mary Tyler Moore show, Ed Asner, Gavin McLeod, 
Uh, I'm trying to remember. Cloris Leachman, I think. Was it Cloris Leachman this year also? I think so. But she wasn't a main cast member. She was there for a couple of seasons. In I, I think she was this year, too, yeah. I want to say this yeah. year. So, so that's like the fourth member of that ensemble to pass away uh, this year. And um, it, it's so sad, but, of course, she left a lot of memories of somebody that had been in the business for as long as she did. I told people, I said, I kind of think that she was more seen as the hip grandmother. Even though nobody ever used that term to describe Betty White, I think we all kind of like, hey, that's the grandmother that, you know, it's kind of hip and cool, you know? So, but yeah. Um, and now that I see this final. Yeah, that I was know the that I, you I'm, wanted to have if you didn't have one. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but we're straight up now at 10 o'clock in the Central Standard Time, so happy New Year uh, as it is now 10 p.m. here in Chicago. Uh, some regions of Canada and 28 more, happy New Year. Um, along with uh, Venezuela, Bolivia, uh, Puerto Rico, uh, the Dominican Republic, the Virgin Islands, the Caribbean, Netherlands, uh, St. Kitts, uh, if you were there celebrating, Antigua, uh, Barbuda, St. Lucia, Aruba, uh, also Barbados, uh, Martinique, Caraco, uh, St. Martin, and the small regions of Greenland, St. Bartholomew, Monstrat, Bermuda, and Anguilla are all celebrating New Year's right at this moment. So, um, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. And you're now on the East Coast about an hour away uh, from 2022. Uh, so uh, when we started the show, uh, in the last hour that we've been on, uh, Brazil and Argentina – uh, saw the new year along with Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. Uh, earlier this evening, the UK, our friends in the UK, everywhere pretty much as you started from Christmas Island in Kiribati uh, early this morning, that was where it started. Uh, now it is headed towards the U.S. Uh, next few hours. Uh, the last two spots that will celebrate it will not be until about eight hours from now, uh, which will be Baker Island and Howard Island, uh, which is a part of U.S. minor outlying islands. <laughs> okay. That's well, a long so. time. That is a very long time. You know, a lot because of places, I like think I said. We are, what? I'm four hours away. I want to say that Hawaii is, uh, like, Oh, I want to say they're ten. Oh, no, they're they're not ten. They're not ten. They'd be six hours away. Yeah. From Honolulu. Honolulu. Yeah, Honolulu. Uh, those places. Saturday, four a.m. Central Time or two a.m. Your Time. Uh, well, actually, one twelve. Yeah, well, that'd be six hours from now. Yeah, so that'd be a few hours from now. But yeah, the last place will actually be at around 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, 4 a.m. your time, which we'll see New Year's. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of like a whip around the world and where it starts and where it ends. Uh, oh, but now that you are mm-hmm. here, I can to the fine folks, and I can tell them, uh, because I had teased it a little bit earlier, that I am officially going to go full forward with it 
starting after the show this evening <laughs> and running <laughs> through the end of February. We need your help. Last year, if you do recall, we had what was called our Tournament of Pain. <laughs> and if you follow through <laughs> with that, next year, uh, for March, and I'm starting early, uh, will be our Tournament of Bad. Not that I want to put a bad scope on a year, but the Tournament of Bad, and this is the rule, we are accepting, uh, what's the word I want to use here? We're accepting your suggestions right now. We want to get 64 good choices for the tournament of bad. Now, I already have the first one, which I am going to say, and I love Mariah Carey. So if you hear this, Mariah, it is all in fun. But Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You is the first official entry in the tournament of bad. <laughs> um, after that, if anybody else just guess. Uh, that was the May I ask one tonight? Yes, you can. Okay, all right. So getting into your car after you've loaned it to someone and the uh, gas tank is empty. Ooh. How can we shorten that? I want to say the... Uh, uh, loaned um, car, no gas. <laughs> ah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> loaned car, no gas. There we go. Oh, yeah, that would be a term of the bad. <laughs> Man, pretty bad. Yes, that's a bad term of the bad. person well, never loaning that car to that person again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Stuff like that. Absolutely. I think this will be the best thing ever. Um, I know that our page and a couple of the pages for Discord that I belong to, um, a couple of the different Discord servers have already been sold. Um, and then it'll go official on page one Discord server uh, as soon as the show is over. Mm-hmm. So we're getting after this show ends tonight. We want to start to see your suggestions. This is going to run every day, not like weekly. You don't have to go on there on Fridays. You can just send something to our page and say, hey, I think it should be this. We will take your suggestions along with all of the other ones that we get across our platforms, whittle it down to 64 and in starting pretty much the beginning week of March, we will do our tournament of bad. I'm starting it early because it's going to take quite a bit to come up with at least a good 64, but I know a lot of you out there are, like, really, really good at thinking this stuff up. Social media doesn't fail me when it comes to this. <laughs> 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 when I was telling the folks no, next Friday. No, it does not. No. It does not. It never fails when you need a good quote on something. But um, uh, next Friday night when we join you on January 7th, the return of yay or nay uh, next Friday night, um, quite some interesting things. I will put it at that. I know you missed it, so that will be next Saturday. (laughs) But again, ma'am, because I was telling the folks that um, we really don't talk about our end of the year um, we don't talk really about our end of the year choices. Um, and we continue this tradition of having what we call our year end awards, um, things that we thought was, you know, good, bad, with our own predictions for next year. 
this perhaps this year was the hardest for me. I'm not sure for you. The hardest it was quite for hard me, for me, yeah. And it was the hardest thing that I had to think of and have it make sense. Will it make sense? I don't know if time holds up on it, but it was the best from what this year had bought us. So with that being said, the first award uh, is Entertainer of the Year. Jokingly told somebody um, that uh, I felt it could have probably been (laughs) – Pete Davidson for all the women that he was attached to in 2021. <laughs> but I'm not doing that route. Um, <laughs> not doing that route. But I will say, ladies first, I will let you uh, give me your choice for Entertainer of the Year. Well, a different permutations on this one, and kind of was. And I thought, you know, what do we mean by entertainer? Are we talking just music? Are we talking movies? Are we talking actors? And then I thought, like, games, gamers. So I came up with a couple of different lists. Um, Ended up falling on uh, Luke Combs. He's a country artist that uh, had a breakout year. And he's very humble and very um, still philosophic, I can't say it right now, but he's he's a really good guy. Just overall, like, one of those guys that I would really like to have a beer with. Um, and, but it was hard. I went through a lot of different people, including, like, YouTube stars, Twitch people, and you can use your Twitch little music. Hmm. I caught you off guard. Um, but, yeah, I, I went through no, I a lot of different, I, I I went through a lot of different ones. I didn't want to cut you off. I didn't want to cut you off. I heard you say it, and then I was going to do it. Play it, play it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was I know it. you um, So, yeah, like, a, a, lot of, a lot of different permutations on this one. There are lots of scratch marks on my piece of paper that I have right here, <laughs> and I ended up, yeah, falling on Luke Combs. So that is my <laughs> entertainer of the year. This one was hard, and I will tell you the finalist on my list, and this goes from such a wide range because – I thought in a year in which we had really not a lot in regards to movies and really television was kind of, eh, music really did populate a lot of this year. Um, and, of course, I could have went with, um, I know a lot of lists had Olivia Rodrigo on there, which would have been, um, excellent if anybody had chose it. Taylor Swift had another big year. Billy Eilish had another big year. Megan Thee Stallion had another big year. But I'm actually going to go outside of the box. And the entertainer of the year that I chose this year had kind of a big year. Uh, he received an Academy Award, a Golden Globe, a BAFTA Film Award. Uh, and as of uh, this year, uh, he will be going into the Grammys in January with the most nominations with 11. He is up for a ton of awards at the Grammys this year, and it is John Batiste. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He was on my list, too. Uh, yeah, and I am going with him. Uh, of course, John Batiste 
who is, of course, a musician, band leader, TV personality. Of course, he is the band director uh, for Stephen Colbert, uh, his group Stay Human. Uh, and he has done so much this year. I'm trying to think who really had a big year and who really has kind of like broke out. And when you have seen him in different things uh, and things that he has done, he has kind of brought to New Orleans jazz to the forefront. And you're going to see a lot of that come Grammy Award season. Um, and so he is my entertainer of the year. So nice. uh, who is your sports yeah, I feel bad. I'm going to call this the sports person of the year. <laughs> sports person of the year. Um, okay, another really hard one for me. Um, I actually have, like, a weird one um, because I went by talent and then by just overall, I guess, recognition um, just for having kind of, like, a uh, newsworthy so the newsworthy, I picked Simone Biles. I mean, everybody talked about her. Everybody talked mm-hmm. about what happened at the Olympics. Every, like, she was everywhere. So I think she still really is everywhere. You bring that up, and it's automatic. Um, but that's mm-hmm. a news story more than a talent. And I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not just like, I'm not trying to put down any of her talent. She is a very no. talented athlete. But no. her star is more on the news side versus the athletic mm-hmm. side. Um, for just talent, uh, Leo Messi, um, or Macy, I don't know how they pronounce it, because it's Portuguese, I think. Um, but the soccer player. So those are my two. Like, I, try, I, couldn't, I couldn't pick on one. If I had to pick one, I would go with talent, and I would go with Leo, because, well, he's, he's fun to look at and fun to watch, and I mean, I know he's married and all that stuff, but a girl can dream. I want to give an honorable mention in this one to Candace Parker, who was recently named the AP Female Athlete of the Year in the Chicago Sky, who pretty much were not expected to do anything and won the WNBA title. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a pretty, pretty close. I would have given it to him. But the only reason mm-hmm. in my work this year is the person who won the AP Athlete of the Year Award, Shohei Otani. He did things in baseball this year that none of us living have ever seen from both a pitching and a hitting perspective. Unanimous MVP in his league, the guy hit 46 home runs, drove in 100 runs, and also is a fantastic pitcher as well. Going nine and two with a three eighteen ERA and over one hundred and fifty strikeouts, that has not been seen since Babe Ruth. What he did on the mound this year, and even then they shut him down a little bit early late in the year from pitching. So he probably would have been mm-hmm. a double digit pitching winner as well. And as recently as going into the summer months, was also a, a serious candidate to win the Cy Young. That's just stuff that – that's playground ball. That, that's what we call, like, video game ball, where you have someone that is strong on both ends like that. The only unfortunate thing was that it was on a bad team. Don't come at me. Uh, but when you think <laughs> of somebody who just had a just superior season athletic-wise, uh, he is my sports person of the year. 
with the auto mention, like I said, to Candace Parker and to the Chicago Sky because what they did was unexpected, and they had to win several winner-go-home games to get to where they had to get to. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yes, he is us here. Now comes a little bit more of the serious thing. Um, the news story of the year. And what was uh, your choice? Uh, <laughs> it is, what okay, I'm thinking so, of it, you probably have the same thing, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I tried to stay away from the big one, which everyone is still talking about. It is still going on. There are memes. There are heartbreaks. There are medical conditions due to it now, um, uh, mental conditions as well. Um, so I tried to stay away from that one, but then, the, like, without saying that one out loud, I actually set, I kind of fell on a group of stories, and it all had to revolve around U.S. politics this year. Ooh, you were going where was, I'm going. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, I thought you were going somewhere else. I thought you were going with the nope. feed ending in the 19. Um I just, we just floated, then re-imploded. Like, it was the weirdest political year in so long with everything going. And I'm including everything. I'm including Trump. I'm including the first time a uh, female, there was a female acting president. Um, uh, the uh, the Biden uh, removing the button in the Oval Office becoming a huge story. The, the um, like Bernie Sanders turning into a meme. There's still I see everywhere with his mittens and his mask. Like there's so much, and it's such a wide. I couldn't pick like just one because it was so effing weird all year. So and and they all somehow intertwine in this weird spider web of political 2021. My runner up though I, I had to include the runner up of the up the what I call the Suez the the boat that got stuck in the Suez Canal ah. <laughs> and the different ways that people tried to say to get it out of there, including attaching a bunch of balloons to it. <laughs> the different sections of just having it lifted up. And I um, forgot that. I, that one. I forgot that was this year. Yeah, that was this year, and and then third was the gorilla glue hair girl. That was my third. I think she said she's now losing her hair because of that, or something that happened with that. But um, good. I'm kind of happy with that. You you kind of deserved it. I kept my. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this is one of those years where I could say a lot of people kind of deserve what they (laughs) they kind of got because of doing some. But I'm not going to go that, that, that stuff, far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I only chose one story, and I think it was, you know, um, sadly, next Thursday we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of it. Um, and it was the January 6th uh, attack on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. what happened that day, and it was not from – people outside of this country. Um, and I think that particular day, I think we did come on the air, but to have what happened and to watch it just in time lapse, it seemed like 
a movie was happening, and that you kind of mm-hmm. thought, nah, this real, this this really can't be happening. This is something that happens in mm-hmm. movies. And it was a moment in which you were glued to the TV thinking that this is going to probably be resolved in about 20 minutes. Somebody's going to come out. People are going to, you know, uh, snap back into right of mind, turn around and walk away, or they weren't going to go in. And then to see people go in and go through hallways and go into the chambers of Congress, it, it left an indelible mark and stories that are still, even now, um, still are developing from this. And the fallout from it is still to come. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was my story of the year. Uh, Yeah, that's that's another 9-11 moment. Like, you remember where you were. I remember hearing about it, and I was in a vehicle doing my job, um, my 9-to-5, and being called back into the office from my my normal daily routine, getting called back into the office, and basically you're going home. We're not gonna we're not gonna worry about your safety. We're gonna send you home so that your safety so that you're safe. And that was a very weird thing for me that day because now I didn't know where I stood. Was I in danger or was I going to be looked at like the enemy? So, yes, that was that's another one of those nine eleven. You know where you were when Kennedy was shot, kind of moment. Yeah, so I think that is why I was like I, I thought about it, and I was going to add um, some other things to it. And I was like, eh, I was like, well, that pretty much was the big story I think this year uh, beyond what happened today and beyond uh, the things that have uh, transpired uh, we already kind of know what the big stories will be here going into the next few days and by the way forgive me because I did not tell our listening audience and we are thinking of those of you who are in Colorado uh, watching these fires just through Boulder uh, which is insane Mm -hmm. Now snowing there, which has stopped. It's also snowing. It's, yeah. And then this upcoming weekend with weather conditions that are to be taking place between Arizona all the way through the Midwest to the east, um, it is yet to be seen what the damage from that will be. Uh, we're just hoping that it is not the first big story of the year and one in which it is uh, overall bad. Um but those are the first three. Um, I guess I can give us a little bit of time to think before the next two stories come up, which is our person of the year and our prediction for 2022. I, I didn't do a retro moment of the year tonight. Um, we have some technical issues with uh, doing retro moments. I still do have a few more in the system. But I guess the one favorite retro moment of the year that we did this year, did you have a favorite out of all the ones we did? I love them all. They they remind me of. They either shock me because it was they, it was so far beyond my comprehension that that was actually okay, or they're memories from when I was younger. So no, I I, I love them all. I'm not. I, I am a great mom. I don't pick my favorite child. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. 
I have one I have one retro moment of the year that I always kept in here and I said that if we ever needed to play another retro moment of the year, we'll play it only because of the catchy jingle. So here is that retro moment of the year and then we'll be back on the other side to give you our last two and then I will have a commentary and then uh we will probably more than likely wrap this puppy up for the year. But here is the retro moment of well, it's not the retro moment of the year, but it's one that we kept that was a favorite. Hope you enjoy it. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Floors, doors, walls, halls, white sidewalls, tires, and old golf balls. Sink, those bathtubs he'll do. He'll even help clean laundry, too. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Can he clean a kitchen sink? Quicker than a wink. Can he clean a window sash? Faster than a flash. Can he clean a dirty mirror? He'll make it bright and clearer. Can he clean a diamond ring? Mr. Clean cleans anything. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. <laughs> I'm sitting here just, I, I was I was hoping it was going to be Mr. Clean. When you said jingle, I'm like, oh, it was Mr. Clean. Because I'm sitting here just like bobbing my head, singing along. I love Mr. Clean. Don't try to make it sexy, girls. Just keep on being Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. It's fine. I had a feeling you would love that one, which is why I think we, uh, I think the first time we played it, you talked about how much you loved that one. So, yeah, we kept a retro moment for you. And we hopefully we will bring back more retro moments here in 2022. So, um, we have been talking about our list of um, for the year, and actually, I could tell you for the first time in a quite a while. Uh, we are now uh, reaching a mark here on page one in which I don't think we've ever gone beyond an hour and a half, but we are pretty much reaching an hour and a half here on the show. So if you're still with us tonight, thank you for being with us. Uh, We have a couple of more to go, and then uh, I will have a commentary and uh, then some final thoughts from Mary and I, and then we will uh, wrap this baby up so that you can go and enjoy the New Year's festivities from Times Square in New York. Um, and person of the year. This one was, for me, perhaps the most difficult one because I could have easily gone with Tushins have done. I did not because I didn't want to. And the beautiful thing about I was saying earlier to people is that when we do these, it could be a person, it could be an entity, it could be whatever. Um, That's why ours is a little bit more loose, and we love it that way. Well, you know what? Actually, I almost forgot. Before we get to person of the year, I did not get to what was trending uh, because I've been promising that all evening. Uh, That's a part of our show. That's what we do. Um, But really quick. And I don't think that we have to say any more about what is trending tonight. Among some of the things, Happy New Year is trending, as a lot of places are uh, ushering in the new year. Uh, And then uh, CNN New Year's Eve is trending as their annual event, which began off quite 
interesting with Anderson Cooper and with uh, Andy Cohen because they were already drinking tequila like in the first hour. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Michigan is trending. Uh, sorry. Of course. For their Alabama is, yeah, Alabama is trending. Betty White, of course, is trending, uh, who we lost today at 99. Miley's New Year's Eve party on NBC. Uh, Miley's New Year's Eve party hosted by Miley Cyrus and uh, Keith Davison. Uh, that is trending. Uh, Rockin' Eve, uh, which is over on ABC with uh, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is trending uh, right now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yes. Uh, Ashante is trending. As Ja Rule and Ashante performed on uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, what year is this? <laughs> 2005? Um, yeah. And so the Somebody said their performance is bringing me right back to the sixth grade winter ball dance, butterfly clips, black choker necklace, Roxy Surfer t-shirt and all. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the SEC is trending uh, as the matchup is now set for the college football national championship game. It's an all SEC rematch. And then uh, here's the 2022 uh, is trending. Um Notre Dame is trending as college football fans are debating whether Notre Dame would have fared uh, better after both Cincinnati and Michigan fell in their respective college football playoff semifinals. Uh, Cincinnati. No, but I'm not biased at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, also the climb is trending because Miley Cyrus and Brandy Carlisle uh, sang that uh, for Miley's New Year's Eve party. And those are a few of the things trending on this final day uh, of 2021. So getting back to where we're at with our year in review, uh, our person of the year, uh, who did you choose? Betty White. I'm not going to even put, I'm not going to even like put anything into it. Um, She's my person of the century. She's my person of the, the like, universe. She's, she is light and, and wonderful, and the, the, the world is going to miss having her around. Um, I said to you, actually, this afternoon, <clears throat> she just seemed unstoppable. And so although she didn't accomplish a lot of things this year and all of those, I could have gone with a lot of different people in – I really could have. Um, when it came down to it, I kept coming back to her. So it may have been last minute, and I made my decision right, right, you know, like ten minutes before I had to be, you know, football game. But that is where I landed. That's where my chips fell. So we'll miss you. But that's who I gave my my vote to this year. Okay. I'm going to do a very rare thing. Um, I will, at this point, I'm going to give now my person of the year, but I am moving it with the permission of my co-host to, uh, I'm going to give my person of the year, quote, an honorable mention. And I will Mm -hmm. move that my person of the year gets honorable mention 
and that overall we will combine it and say that our person of the year is Betty White. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's a wonderful okay. idea. Uh, I was thinking mm-hmm. that, and I want to go with that, but I was like, eh, I can't like explain it, but I think you explained it as well. I will say we will, for tonight, say that we will give Betty White our person of the year. The honorable mention, uh, the one that I originally had chosen going into today, after a lot of thinking, uh, was those of you who are out there in the medical field, doctors, nurses, people who are caring for the sick. Because right now you are overworked. Right now you are up to your what's-its in people who are not well. And it is affecting a lot of you mentally, uh, physically as well. And a lot of them don't think that they get the proper uh, respect or the proper uh, acknowledgement during all of this uh, this pandemic, which has gone on for another year. Um, my hat's off to all of you who are sacrificing yourselves every day and leaving your families to work that extra shift to care for those who are sick and of responsibility on yourselves every day uh, to maintain level of life for these people. Um, And in instances in which you've also had to watch people leave us. Um, I don't know if I could ever do what they do. And my person of the year, which is now an honorable mention, is those who are in the medical field, doctors and nurses. So, but we will unanimously give Betty White our main person of the year. So, um, I am... Prediction for 2022. Did you have any? <laughs> um, other than I think the flying pace cars. of the world will be slower. Yeah, no, no, no flying cars. Um, although there are flying cars out there being done. Um, I, I wish it was a good prediction. I, I, I wish I could come up and say, you know, unicorns and rainbows. Um, I do think that the pace of our lives will slow down a little bit more. Um, as it has in the last couple of years, but I think I think it's going to be a volatile year. Um, it's going to be a lot of work for all of us to really come together and and prove me wrong. Um, and I'm okay with being proven wrong. Please prove me wrong. Um, but I really don't see. I think we've hit the bottom of the pendulum yet. So. Until we get to the bottom of the pendulum, we're not going to get that upswing. And I know that the world kind of goes in those cycles. So that's my prediction, unfortunately. Don't I Doom and doom, man. Doom and doom on this last day. <laughs> no, but you know, but you know, no, you know here, here's the funny thing about that. Mary and I have known each other now going on 25 years. And the, and the weird thing is, is that I think sometimes it's scary we're on the same wavelength because I had one of the, that on my list as a prediction for 2022. I see more civil unrest because there are so many elections around the globe this year, including here in the U.S. in November for Congress. And I don't think that we have straightened out things in regards to 
the election process. It is still not a fair one, and it is still things that need to be fixed even now more than 200 and some odd years into really our existence. And it is going to reach a cumulative head, uh, which it kind of did in the beginning parts of last year into this year. And like I said, around the globe, there are elections uh, for presidents and for leaders as well as here. And I just see more of a global political unrest because of these elections, because of the power that it sets up and controls. And this is the first election, as I had stated earlier this evening, under the new redistricting since the 2020 U.S. Census. And there is still going to be a lot of people not happy with those results um, and how things got redistricted within their own homes, and that is going to continue into the elections. On another front, I think that uh, to kind of get off of the gloom and doom of that, I think that you will also see a major change on the horizon as far as you will see announcers for football next year. I think there's going to be a global shift in regards to who you see announcing uh, for different networks. Uh, there is a huge uh, rumor that the NFL will be moving Thursday night games to Amazon Prime among the people who have been rumored to be going over in that new uh, global venture would be Al Michaels, which would set up uh, NBC now moving uh, other people into his place for Sunday Night Football, which in turn, you know, what color analyst goes with him. There's been rumors that Troy Aikman would be leaving Fox or trying to do both. But if he does leave, that would set up now someone being a number one analyst over there. So I predict that you will see like a lot of shakeup and movement within that and how you view football will probably change a little bit next year. Um, but those are my two predictions um, in regards to that. Um, so with, and with the last few minutes that we have here, before we kind of go into our final thoughts, tonight's commentary, uh, of course, as always, just to make sure that we, here and do all the other things. Of course, my commentary uh, does not necessary viewpoints of my co-host or anyone that ever appears on programming on this uh, platform. But uh, it took me a while to sit and actually think of how do you close out another year and another chapter and how do you describe 2021? Uh, to some, it was a repeat of 2020, and I couldn't blame you if you felt that 2022 will be the same. We leave this year with uncertainty, uh, with many political and humanitarian issues, both home and abroad. Half of that weighed by the COVID pandemic, uh, which has continue, continuously pretty much just has a split on how to handle it. Uh, the other half, uh, with countries, including us here at home, continuing to have ideological divisions on how the future should be shaped, while pretty much trying not to go backwards. Uh, the environment continues to be a development, keeping an eye on it uh, as fires and floods and changes to the earth continue to come at us, it seems almost every month. And at great speed, we seem to lose a lot of the great minds and talents of many politicians, social movers and entertainers uh, who have now gone on and leave what they've worked to maintain to those of us uh, who they leave behind. 
Uh, we still worry about jobs, education, essential needs, and everyday stresses. Yet within all of this, 2021 seems to be like the previous pages we turned and we're not so sure of the new chapter. Or some already think that it's the same old song except for new characters and new plot lines. And while we don't know what's to come in 2022, it'd be foolish to think that the things that I described won't happen again. It will. Maybe in some instances, bad for a while. Now, I'm not trying to be depressing, and I'm not trying to be that person in the room. I'm just here to offer maybe a suggestion. Maybe I'm an optimist. But the one solution I have to offer, which makes these stresses, stresses less stressful, is this. Keep swimming. No, I haven't had the special eggnog or cracked open a bottle or something. I'm here to tell you that life will be bad. The year will be bad. But we will rise above if we just keep swimming. The tide will be strong, but I feel like all things we faced from 1822 or 1922 or 1932, even in 2002, we kept swimming and we persevered. Disappointment will occur. We will be tested. But we have to stay the course and not give up. Now, there are a few other things if you – I've always said that if we do good works, you never know what the payoff is for you. You'd be surprised at how much you learn. Slow down. You'll thank me later on that one. Unplug once in a while. Social media is good. It pretty much affects you, and for a lot of people it has. Be truthful. Lies do catch up and hurt even you. Laugh. And above all, love. But in the end, we keep swimming. And when you get to the finish line this time next year, may it be better than the result before. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope that you're with us again in 2022. And that is tonight's commentary. And my dear friend, before we kind of wrap up things here tonight, uh, do you have any shout-outs at all? And I'll wake up. Still there? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. And I, I was I was talking and I had muted myself so I wouldn't interrupt your commentary. <laughs> <laughs> so what I said was, no, I don't have any shout-outs. <laughs> but Happy New Year to everyone. <laughs> everyone that has gone into 2022, people that are currently celebrating and people that are going to be celebrating or sleeping through it. Happy New Year to everybody. Please laugh at all of our wonderful fun and be, I'm supposed to be the technologically okay one. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 <laughs> you were supposed to. Remember that last part of the commentary where you said the last, this is where we started. Um, yep, this is where we started. <laughs> yeah, right? Much love to LeVar for giving both of us a chance to really just talk about stuff like we usually do and then laugh like we usually do. So um, shout out to you. Um, and like I said, Happy New Year to everyone. And feel free to laugh at my. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we'd break it through an entire show. 
without any technical issues. I was so good, too. I was like, no, I'm going to mute for his commentary so I don't accidentally, like, start crying in the middle of it. No. No, I was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I used to uh, <laughs> I, I used to have a clip. You know, actually, I do have a clip for this one. Hold on a second. I think I, 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 yeah, I, I'm trying to find the right clip on that one. Why isn't this an awkward moment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to bring in the 2022. Well, you know, that's the great, that's the wonderful thing about this show is that we don't take ourselves seriously. This is not, we never said that this was like, you know, error-free things happen. Yeah, I used to tell everybody, if you are a blogger and you start the show, because I gave some advice tonight on this, if you are a blogger, don't take yourself seriously because you go out and you have fun. I love what I do every Friday night with my friend. And this is, I, I live for this because this is a lot of fun. I'm not even sure if I could do it by myself, and I'm thankful that I have someone that has an interest in being here with me to do this. But um, I love doing this, and I hope that for all of you who listen to this show that you enjoy it as well and that you um, pretty much um, tell a friend. And in 2022, I hope that all of you uh, have a chance to listen in and um, just enjoy. Uh, but like I said, I, I hope that you're with us again in 2022. We're here every Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern time, 9 o'clock Central. Have a safe, happy new year. Uh, and, you know, may new chapters always be better than the last. And I know a lot of people were like, well, that's kind of a strange way to put it. But even if you had a good one, even by all aspects, if you had a good one, I hope the next one's even better. If you had a bad one, this is where we can turn it around and make it good. You have to keep hope. And at the end of the day, that's what we cling to, that things get better, that it always does. So uh, please be safe tonight, no matter where you're at. Don't drink and drive. We want to see you back here next Friday night with us. And like I said, um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I guess the only thing that I can do is uh, one of the early pioneers of TV, uh, you know, there's fancy closings for every show. Um, but I guess the most simplest one I think I ever heard uh, was always from the long, well, the first host of the Today Show, Dave Garraway, uh, who pretty much every show uh, with one simple word, peace. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Nice. Come on and get with us next week on these same stations, and you can bet your last money. It's all going to be a stone gas, honey. I'm Don Cornelius, and as always, in parting, we wish you love, peace, and so. The light, the party's over. <laughs> they say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow and next year starts the same old thing again. Yeah.
listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.